Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, you. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband. Wife. Are you ready for a Q&A Saturday? I am. Do you know what we're queuing and do you not, have any A's? Not a clue. So what we are queuing is, um, do you remember when uh, we were like, oh, they keep not killing all the Canaanites even though they were instructed to? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. Really? That's a thing. Interesting. Yeah. It's funny how we always like mention the things that are things. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yes. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't even argue with that because the phrasing was so bad. I know, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about that today. Okay. Well, let's go talk about it. Okay. Okay, so, um, the tribe guys, they didn't kill... All of the Canaanites. And Obviously. We, we commented on it, like yeah. a bunch. Yeah, because they kept being there. And then, yeah, and then the last group, um, I forget, like... Wasn't it Dan that had to clear out the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, once again! Yeah. Yeah. So it was typical of all the tribes, all the tribes, to fail to completely drive out the Canaanites. Okay. It was a thing. But there were reasons. Okay. Okay. Sure. Not good ones. I was going to say, because the only reason I can think of is God's not real. Yeah. Because, right. you know. Right. So. Well, it does come back to haunt them, just so you know. Oh, okay. It, we aren't there yet. Spoilers, darling. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. But it does come back to bite them in the ass. Because, okay. you know, when you take over a people and you enslave them. Right. Guess what happens? They get pissed. People don't like being slaves. Right. Go figure. Yeah. So, okay, for one thing, the last one was Jerusalem, but that was a city that was hard to defend or, or no, it was easy to defend, hard to conquer. Okay. Because it was on a hill. All right. And hills are easy to defend. Sure. And very hard to take. Right. So there was that one, okay. But not if you got God on your side, which they didn't. Right. Right. I'm I'm not telling you good reasons. I'm giving you logistical and human reasons. Oh, you mean like this is real life? Yes. Mm. Yes. Not Bible God canon life. Okay. Got it. So Jerusalem was hard because it was on a hill. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, the people wanted peace at any cost. Like they Which didn't, people? The Israelites. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they didn't actually enjoy killing them sometimes. Some of them. Some of the tribes didn't enjoy killing them. I was going to say, it's literally in the Bible that they were supposed to kill them all. But that's God. Right. The people themselves, some of them were not keen on outright murder. Right. And so that's why a lot of them were like, let's just live in peace. Hmm. So that's why in some places the people were not murdered and the towns were not looted. Um, instead, they were just enslaved. Got it. Okay. Um, another reason is that they wanted wealth. And it was easier to work with the people than to... Um, Destroy them all? Yeah. Right. And and besides, they're going to be slaves so they can make money for you for free. And that's the next reason is that they wanted slaves. They wanted what, what they called forced, um, forced laborers. Right. And... Um, but think of this too, going back to the wealth, mm-hmm. in addition to the forced laborers, AKA slaves creating the wealth for them. Um, there's also the fact that if they're living in peace with these people, they're not ransacking the town and knocking over buildings. Like it, it's going to cost them less 
to rebuild a place if they don't have to knock it down. Right, right. And, you know, re recreate pieces of art or just whatever, like yeah, altars the, the and The infrastructure stuff. all stays up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, those are those are main reasons. There's also one more that I felt was the weakest reason of all. Okay. Okay. So these people have been traveling across the desert for 40 years, right? Yeah. So they were not used to living in permanent dwellings. Okay. Okay. And for more than a generation, they had not had permanent homes. So they weren't like keen on like moving in. So oh, really? Some of them, some of them. Okay. These are these are reasons that I looked up that were put forth as to why. Okay. Okay. And that you know, that kind of makes sense, but it's a weak reason. Sure. They were scared of living in a new way. Got it. Because it, it was like once they entered Canaan, like you're done wandering. You've wandered like some of these people were born in the desert, right? While they were wandering. Right. They've right. only known that all their life. And then they get into Canaan and you're here now. Sure. And that's hard. I mean, it doesn't, they make it sound like it's easy. It's the land of milk and honey. So. I mean, right. No, I hear you. And and I'm not saying that this applies across the board to all the Israelites. Right. But it's, it's much like we say of any group, one representative is not a monolith. The group is not 100% the same in belief and feeling and action across the board. So... That's why, you know, some of them made deals. Some of them tried to steal the gold, right? Like right. It, it was just different for, for each individual tribe and even within each tribe. So basically what it comes down to going back into Bible land is that they were greasy, greedy, lazy cowards. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, we also had a different question that I'm going to address. Okay. Okay. And this is just a little short thing. Got um it. So remember when Joshua took his um, allotment of land last and yeah. we were like, oh, bastard. Yeah, he like, a freaking like he gets his own little castle area or something. Right. But here's the thing. We actually got that completely backwards. Oh, really? Yeah. And and it, this makes sense to me. OK. Okay. He went last because he let everybody else pick theirs first and he was going to take whatever was left over. OK. If he wanted the best, he would have gone first. Right, but he's still going to get, like, his own large piece of land, it sounded like, to me. But, like, they they all put in lots. Like, he drew last. You know what I mean? Got like, it, but he, he was, wasn't, like, a tribe. He's just a person. Yes and no. He's a person, but he also has a family, you know? Right, but that's not, like, a tribe of 23,000 to 60,000 people. That's a family. It Okay, but... Even at that, he's taking the least of the land, the worst of it. I mean, as well he should because it's just right. a family. I'm just saying, like, we made it seem like he was trying to, you know, cheat and take the best. Yeah. And he wasn't. He was going last. He was letting everything else get settled before he took whatever was left over for himself. Well, I still feel, I mean, I feel like he's just a priest. So, like, he should just get fucking the same thing. The he Le should be Levites like the Levites. Yeah. Right. No, the, I totally understand and I totally agree with you. That's not the question I'm arguing, though. Right. We our our whole position was that he's going first because he's taken the best. Okay. Right. But no, he or he's going last because he's taken the best. No, the fact of the matter is he went last because he was taking the worst. Okay. And he was he was actually being humble and be, he was I don't he was think taking getting your own plantation is being humble, though. 
I guess. Insofar as taking any of it was wrong. All right. He, you're arguing a fine point. I agree with you. He shouldn't get anything. Right. But the fact of the matter is he's going to get some land. Okay. So insofar as he's going to take land, he did take care of his people first. Yeah. As well he should. Well, I mean, I suppose, you know, just logistically, if you were to take, if you led them there and then, you know, you took the best plot of land, they'd be like, uh, what's up with this fucker? Exactly. You know, like, I mean. Like, I thought we weren't about, like, this wasn't about looting and pillaging. Right. I thought this was about settling the promised land. Yeah. So, I mean, it probably made more sense for him to take the worst piece. Sure. sure. Otherwise, people would be like, uh, let's just, you know, kill him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But they loved him. They loved him, and um, he he kept making these kind of decisions that, you know, this is why they listened to him. Right. He, you know, he was he was Moses's acolyte all those years ago, and then you know he led them into the promised land, and then he um, gave them all the best of the land and took the last for himself. Like he, yeah. he actually was a decent leader. Right. Right. So, have you noticed? I just I gotta mention one thing, just as a general overall thing that I've noticed in Joshua is that there doesn't seem to be a lot of judgment from God based on their actions. No, at least not yet. Right. And no, I, there is there is more coming. Right. Sure. But so far, like think we've talked. I think it's come up in almost every episode that we've done, except for maybe the you know divvying up the lands. But right. It's just like everything happens and. And we're like, well, Moses would have got bitched out for that. Right. I'm like, why isn't Joshua getting, you know, it's almost like it's almost like God said, I got you here. Now you're on your own or something. I guess he seems more absent in this this chapter. Right. And that I find it in this book. Yeah. In this book. I'm sorry. Right. Right. And I, I find that a little bit odd. Well, I think another thing, too, is like Moses was in like three different books. Yeah. And so we got to hear a lot about him. Joshua's only in this one, and his sole thing is getting them into Canaan and settled. Hmm. Like, that's his sole thing. So we're not going to hear a lot of judgment because he's not moving the people around different places. Got it. You know what I mean? He has a not, sole purpose of just settling them in. Yes. that I mean, that's his job is to get them into Canaan, get them their land, get them settled, and clear out the dregs. Got it. Got it. So that that would be why we're not going to see as much story across the ages and how God reacted. He doesn't have the same relationship with God. Got it. In Bible canon. Right. Like, right. I don't want to come across as like, you know, I believe all this. I'm just saying right, in so right. far as this story is trying to present. Sure. No, I got you. Okay. I've got one more small thing. One more. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay, so remember we were talking about the city of refuge. Yeah. Is. Refuges. Yeah. Correct. And then you were like, oh, how come there's so many on the east and like fewer on the right or right. whatever. Or on the whatever. Yeah, west. there's three on the east and then three on the the west side of the Jordan. And there's so many more tribes on the west side. So, Well, that was actually something that I read about. If you look on a map, um, they were spaced exactly evenly hmm. so that... Anywhere they were spaced such that anywhere you were, you should be able to easily get to a city of refuge. Interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the whole point of it is that 
you should be able to get to one for safety. So that would make me think that the tribes on the east side of the river got a lot more land than the people inside yes, the promised land. They did. They got a lot more land, but um, they were spread out further and there were fewer people. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So they had to have that many to cover that distance. Got it. But um, they also – one of the first things Joshua did when they got in was um, try to build up more of that infrastructure, which um, we've read about. But I didn't recall um, that he he had roads built to make sure that everybody could get to these cities of refuge. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, another thing about it is that um, – and this is pure speculation okay. um, on the part of – uh, Bible scholars that are more um, less academic and more religious. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. They compare the cities of refuge to Jesus. What? Like you take refuge in Jesus Christ just as you would take refuge in the cities. And these were a safe space that had walls around them. Okay. And, um, you know, but you have to seek them out on your own. And, Oh my God! Yeah, They're yeah. I mean, they, why do they got to try to bring Jesus into the Old Testament? Like, Everything that's not, is it's just Jesus. not there. You know, like it's not there. Well, but some say it is there, though. I know, like, I know. But this Joshua, is like, Joshua's name was originally Yeshua, yeah, which meant salvation, and then Moses changed his name to Joshua, which means man's salvation. Right. So, I mean, some some people, and and they have a good point. In so far as like the things that they present, some people say that, you know, that was parts of Jesus before. It's a way of saying it's the same God in the old as the yeah, new. Yeah, no, I know. They're justifying. It's apologists. Yeah. Right. I'm just, I'm just bringing this to you that these are things, these are stories, these are arguments that are put forth. Okay. And they're interesting. All right. Fair so, enough. So that is our Q&A for today. All right. Okay. Well, um, so tomorrow is going to be our weekly wrap-up or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Or replay. Replay, whatever you want to call it. And then um, Monday. Monday we will be doing Joshua chapter. 21. 21. Yep. All and right. next week is our final week of Joshua. Damn. Yeah. We're rocking this. And I think on Friday um, will be our uh, summary of joshua you told me the other day we're getting creeping up on our 200th episode too we are which is just crazy i know i know so that's pretty cool it's too. it's all coming together yeah i love a plan that what it, how does it go i love it when a plan comes together that one yeah yeah i'm not gi joe whatever a team come I'm on i'm not a team or fuck? look i don't know things you know all these other movies that nobody knows anything about, and then you're like then you quote one wrong and then you get the wrong people and i'm like wait I know this one. This okay. one's easy. Okay, you know what? What? Um, you're right. That's it. <laughs> hey, we're, we're going to end the podcast right there. Husband. Yes, wife? Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. 
Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter's where is it, where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.